the Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. This is the warm-up with Warlow and Moods. Uh, good morning, everyone. Welcome along to the warm-up for another week. A big show on the way. Plenty of news in the AFL to touch on. We've got horse racing this weekend, a big spring carnival coming up. The Cricket World Cup can go and get. That is also happening at the moment. <laughs> Bryce McGain, SDN commentator, is going to give us a bit of an update a little bit later on in the show. Moons, welcome to you, mate. Hello, buddy. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. The uh, I don't want to really touch on the cricket. We'll get well, to that. Well, can, can I just on. say one quick thing? Have we ever not got past the group stage? No. Well, like, this ever? is. Well, no, I don't think. Are we, don't are think, we, are we, are we in that position right now? I'm not even sure we haven't made a semi-final in the past, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. I can't really remember. It's a unique group stage situation where we're all playing each other once. So Bryce McGain will chat about that. But another loss uh, for Australia on Thursday night against South Africa. It was one of our worst defeats uh, pretty much of all time. I think yep. all time in a World Cup, at least anyway. So Our batting is just at an all-time low. David Warner is on the longest farewell tour I've ever seen. He'll uh, get a bit of a pat on the back over the Well, the, the thing summer. is, Owen, who's going to take his spot? Well, Who, who's out there? All right, Candice Warner. That's exactly yeah, right. right. <laughs> I'm with Candice. David's spot. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> Very good. Hey, mate, uh, trade this week. Uh, heating up a week to go. A lot of back and forth over the week. Mm. Not... Not a oh, huge amount. Been done. a little there bit. Has I mean, been, but we've been sort only of, because you and I get that excited about well, we trade. We, we just want rumors to fly everywhere, and we think every rumor should turn into a trade. Yes, that is true. <laughs> but I feel like I don't know. It's, yeah. I mean, the Oliver stuff earlier in the week. And that the was the most exciting. There, yeah. Even though, as we said in the past, we don't care if stuff gets done or not, but we like the speculation around where could he go. Um, and but so, that, but as as always happens, a lot of things happen late. A lot of things. One hundred percent. I mean, I mean, the Grundy move got done very quickly, so that was good. Yeah, um, quicker than you thought. Quicker than I thought, but I now it's come out this week they've been speaking to him since the middle of the year. Oh which, yeah, no, um, no doubt about it. Yeah, which I always thought he was going, as you thought he was going to have a huge impact on the finals. <laughs> um, I thought he was committed. <laughs> Six weeks out, you thought, ah, oh, just hang tight, guys. This guy's not going to be doing some. Big I things thought he September. was committed. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, so he's off to the swine. Did you see though? Uh, Collingwood still paying. And Melbourne out. Don't yes. have to pay any of his... Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Well done, Melbourne. Well, it is. It's it was a free hit, free hit for him. Got nothing out of it. Okay, move yeah. on. Yeah. I think with the Ds, they were like, well, probably halfway through the year, this is not going to work. Max Gorn's not a permanent forward. We're going to have to ruck him a hell of a lot more and we've got to move on. And there's on. a fair chance after hearing a couple of things Maxie said that he's probably walked into the club and said, boys... I'm not playing forward. Yeah, no, this, <laughs> this is, isn't this working. Is not happening. Taylor Adams was an interesting one uh, last week. Obviously, getting to Sydney as well and having discussions and looking for a club before the grand final. That's you don't well, really hear about that very often. Right, writing was on the wall for him. Clearly, when you have a look at it, so you've got Pendles, Dacos times two, Chris Degoey. I mean, he's six in line. Tom Mitchell. Tom Mitchell. There's the other one. Sorry, I miss Mitchell. Yeah. Who had a very, very, well, that's very the good one, grand Well, final. that's the one that's kicked him out. Yeah. Realistically. So he's seventh in line. He's gone to the half forward flank and yeah. maybe getting a run on the ball. And board. he's an inside mid every yeah. day of the week. I'm a big Taylor Adams fan, but he's unfortunately seventh in line in a midfield. That's six premiership to, midfield. Six to eight weeks ago, you were probably going, oh, Tom Mitchell, not, yeah. doing, not doing enough. But the final series was amazing. Yeah, his final series. His grand final was as good as anybody's. And unfortunately, they didn't miss him in the finals. No, uh, they didn't. Well, clearly. Yeah, you win the premiership. and So he's probably thought, well, I'm 30. What kind of deal is Collingwood? Could they offer me next? 
Yep. Maybe a one-year. Sydney, what are they offered him a three-year deal? Three-year deal. And yeah, as you right, said you about just the Dacos brothers, they're going to soak up a lot of cash or have yeah, done, will absolutely. do. So there's not a, there's not going to be huge money on the table for and him. Chris is so. a genuine star that we don't talk enough about as yeah. well. So, so he's going to get some money. He's yeah, gonna interesting. Introduce. Going back to Sydney, because he was there for a couple of seasons when he was at the Giants, Giants recruited, yep. and obviously up to Collingwood. So... Uh, yeah, no, that's sort of been... I don't mind. What about compensation picks, mate? Are you happy with what's going on there? Look, I'm not, but I don't think anyone is. And I don't know if there's a... Tell per- me about the Ben Mackay thing. Well, Ben Mackay situation's a really strange one. Because I think... Well, I'll ask you a question before I get into it. If you were if you were giving up a pick, or if you were in the draft, and you were looking to pick him, ballpark figure of where he would be. Like, are you... Is he a... Would he be top 10? Is he top 25? It's a hard decision because he's mm. now a mature player. I get all of that. But what's happened with the compensation pick? And people are upset about it because pick three is going to North Melbourne for Ben Mackay getting yeah. into the Bombers. So Well done, North. Well That's done, all I'm North going Melbourne. To say. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, what has happened here is that free agency has worked in opposite of what the AFL hoped it would do. Yes, correct. It was never meant to be... Ben Mackay leaving North Melbourne, it was meant to be Ben Mackay getting to North Melbourne. Yes. That's how free agent was supposed to work. It was meant to be, I'm the third um, highest paid player at Collingwood as a forward or as a player, and I want to be in the top one or two, and I want to get more game time. So mm. I'll go down to the bottom of the ladder, play for a club, get more money. That's how it was meant to be. All of a sudden, Collingwood would get a compensation pick, say for a Ben Mackay, uh, in the early 20s, yes. and everyone would have been happy with that, you move on with your life. But because it's flipped on its head and it's actually worked in the opposite way, I think what it's turned into is equalisation. So mm-hmm. what ha- has happened now is that, yes, they've got pick three, but what do you want North Melbourne to do? Because what ends up happening is... Well, the oh, AFL. this is a North's fault at all. No, this no, is, no. It's the system that's... So the AFL are in position now going, well, this has actually backfired on us because it was Mm -hmm. meant to be the other way around. So we need to give good compensation for players leaving because otherwise any good player that comes through North Melbourne or any team down the bottom just leaves and plays for another club. So in a situation where it's like, well, pick three is overs, I don't think anyone thinks that it's unders. But what else are they meant to do? No, from a North Melbourne point of view, it's perfect. They they free up cash. Uh, They get an unbelievable pick for a guy that's – clearly not worth a pick three. But now he goes off to Essendon and hopefully he can have a career that we probably all think that he could or should. But I, yeah, he's not, uh, he wouldn't be in my top 20 Mate, you've got insiders at North Melbourne. I mean, are they hugely disappointed of of losing? I wouldn't have thought so. No, not at all. No, and not, not when they're in a rebuilding phase. And I think it was Kane Corns. I know I talked about Glenn Jakovic this week and all that sort of stuff, but I think he was saying that you could probably count his great games or good games yeah. on, on one hand. Oh, he's been he's been he gets in, he has been injured a lot. He's missed a lot of games over the last three or four seasons. Um, yeah, one on one, he's pretty good, but he's yeah, I wouldn't say he's Mister Reliable hundred percent of the time. He's not a big intercept mark no. guy. Um, so from a North Melbourne point of view, well done. Yeah, you, you free up cash now to go and do what you need to do. You get picks two and three. Now there's a bit of talk about do you give up pick two and three for one? No, you do not. I don't that think is you do. the worst. And there thing is you could talk around that West Coast aren't going to take Harley Reid anyway. No, they're taking Harley Reid. So, all right. Well, Sam McClure. Yeah, yeah no, well, mate. Sam McClure. All right. Anyway. Don't get me started. Hey, um, mate, the Cats, they're playing a little bit of hardball. Uh, Radigalia, they turned down a pick mm. initially for him during Was the week. Was it pick 24? Tw- yeah, oh, he's worth at least four. <laughs> I think that's where they've taken the decision. What's going on there? The, no, the, well, I the think. The Cats got the nose out of joint. I think they have a little bit, and I think they should. Um, and look, and I'm not. 
against Sava here moving on because, you know, when someone comes with a big paycheck when you're a young man, then, you know, by all means. Yeah. But you've also got to think from a Geelong point of view, they invested in this kid a long, long time ago. They built him up to be what they thought was going to be a forward. That didn't quite work, so they threw him down back. Now, I honestly believe Asava can be an All-Australian centre-half back. I honestly do. That was his first year playing at senior level. So he's 20-odd games into, a, into, a, into his senior career playing down back. Intercept, tick. Athleticism, tick. You know, game sense still needs some work, but that's okay because he's only 20 games into but playing down would, back. That's fair, and all those points are right. But at the end of the day, haven't people would say that Geelong haven't played him. Over the years, he hasn't been in their best 22, 23. No, well, that was because so, at that time he was trying to come as a forward, and then yep. all of a sudden you have Hawkins down there, then Jeremy Cameron comes in, all of those type of things. Is he a forward ruckman? They tried him down back in the, in the VFL at the end of two seasons ago. Thought, hey, hello, what have we got here? We might have something. Threw him into the senior side last year as a key defender and was was every game, unless he was injured, he was he was playing. Yeah, okay. So, look, 24, it's, it's not bad compensation, but, of course, Zong is going to play hardball. Yeah. But that'll get done by the end of the, yeah. by the, end of the trade period. I wonder what it will be in the end. Hey, Lockie Schultz. Oh, you uh, tell me. Well, tell me about Lockie Schultz because I love best, this player. One of the best AFL players I've ever seen. Um, he's Gary Collingwood Evelyn, people Gary Evelyn Jr it's, uh, it's crazy it's, um, it's, it's actually on the back of the um, Radigalia stuff it's like so, uh, do if, you know what his deal has been it's at, been at, an at absolute disgrace so if you're not if you're not up to date with uh, Lockie Shields' deal he's in his fifth year of uh, senior footy at Freo he was drafted from Williamstown VFL so he was mature recruit but only 19 or 20 it wasn't okay, like so he was still 25 young. so still very, he's very young so his first two years he's on a, a rookie contract yes you know, like a First couple of years have been a draftee. Um, he was then delisted after two years to be put onto a rookie list for Fremantle. Yes. So this is his fifth season for Frio. He hasn't missed a game in four years, right? So he was delisted after playing every game in 2020. Is he a leading goal kicker last year? He was. He finished top two in the... Top well, the last three years, first. I think he's kicked as many goals as... Oh, Jamie. Oh, I can't remember who... I yeah. saw somewhere. It was so a great start. the last four years, he's missed two or three games, and this is his first season ever he's had a full contract, senior-listed contract. So well, I find that bizarre. It's so strange. I'm su- surprised it actually just slips through like that. But the point of the matter is, all of a sudden, we're like a fresh name in the, in the mix of trading, and... Lockie Schultz has gone from uh, just a never hear his name, not spoken about. You're saying trade period, a bit of mayo gets thrown on players. Huge mate. Like, I think he's a handy player, <laughs> but all of a sudden he's Gary Ablett Jr. Hey, can I come with you with this, right? There's a bit of bit of back and forth going on with Stephen May, Jordan DeGowie. Love it. How much did you love that? Absolutely love it. And I know a lot of people got upset, or a few people got upset about Stephen May's comments. Let's play him in order. So this is, uh, this is Stephen... Uh, May 1st, speaking um, during the week at the uh, Best and Fairest. You know, we lose to Collingwood and they go on to win the flag and it, and it hurts watching that because, because like, like we're, we're, we're a better team than them. We, sh- we should have smoked them and to sit there on grand final day and watch them, you know, hoist the cup and get the medals, I'm sitting there going, geez, our team's so much better than these guys and, like, you know, we should have been out there, but, you know, we weren't and... Now, look, I've got no problem. If Collingwood, get, if Collingwood beat Melbourne in a prelim by a goal or two and they go, you know what, we had all the ball, we had a mm. bad night in front of goal, we should have beaten and we should have been on grand final day, 
They didn't make a prelim. Carlton beat them the next week. They're nowhere near making the grand final. Yeah, but I think he's going more on the qualifying final. They should have smoked them. No, no, no. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. But then you can't go out in straight sets. No, I I totally get that. Like for me, it's a... I I, think though, I think we all believe, and I I believe, and I think they obviously believe, that they are a premiership team again, but they, they, they stuffed it. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. But I think if you don't win a final and you go out in straight sets two years in a row, it's hard to really hold solid on that debate. Well, when you win it, you get to say this. I just think the proof's in the pudding. I guess I'm the one with the medal around my neck. Yeah. That's all I can really say. <laughs> yeah. Man, what a legend. Hey, mate, it's going to be interesting next year after saying that. Yeah. Interesting because Ed Langdon who, who, was a, who's before, cackle in the background. That was uh, Carl, and I'm not sure. I can't remember the oh, yeah. on the Today Show. But interesting because Ed Langdon last year was a, he said that Collingwood a one trick pony. Yes. And uh, now Stephen May's made some comments, so it'd be quite fun yeah, no, next time. But the, Melbourne are very good side, and they should have been Melbourne are in the short mix. a forward. Now yep. they're getting Tom yeah. Hawkins. Well, <laughs> well, apparently, Alex <laughs> JJ. <laughs> I've never seen some com- some some conversations you keep to yourself. Well, I do you reckon though? Because I've got a f- yeah, particularly when I know that the deal's virtually been done, it's on the table. But do you think that? So I had. I a think this, a- this is absolute blow up, and this was yeah, it shouldn't have gone to air. This one, you don't reckon? No, I, I had then because from the from the outside looking in, I thought maybe that um, Tom had half floated it to him to float it. No, not, not to float. I think Jay just wanted say, to float it. Yeah, he just wanted a bit of he wanted a bit of impact on Trade Radio. I think so. All right, very good. Hey, stay with us. Plenty to come. Bryce McGain's going to give us uh, the lowdown on the cricket. It's an absolute disgrace at the moment. Uh, we've got our marketplace coming up soon. And up next, Moons' six-pack. There's so much good sport coming oh, up in October. Love this month. And it's fantastic. We'll go through all of that next. Here come this morning. All thanks to Little Creatures. Perfect Little Creatures Village, Geelong. Visit littlecreatures.com.au. For Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. You're listening to The Warmer with Warlow and Moods. For Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. This is The Warmer with Warlow and Moods. Yeah, I hope you're enjoying the show this morning. This is the warm-up. All thanks to Little Creatures for Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. We're going to have, I guess, a bit of a wake for Australian cricket with Bryce McGain coming up very soon. Uh, another loss on Thursday night. We're 0 and 2 in this World Cup, and uh, I'm not sure I'm really into it at the moment. I've fallen off cricket very, very fast. <laughs> I might ring up Bryce and say, don't worry about coming on. Uh, here with Cam Mooney. Moon's going to get to your six-pack in uh, a moment. Um, cricket... Yeah, I mean, I know local cricket started, but it's it's a hard transition oh, from it? this, this weather. Seriously, <laughs> so my son starts this weekend. Yep, I remember last. We remember when we had the big floods down here yes. in, in Victoria. Absolutely, like we missed the first four weeks of the season because of rain. Yep, and I feel like it's just going to happen again. Yeah, for some reason, cricket week. season down here in Geelong, it's just always horrible. Well, it's I never th- nice. I think every year goes past, and it feels like the the weather is just stretching out further yes. and closer to Christmas, where we don't end up getting hot. Until you know, we like have January. now we have we have summer and winter. We we, we we've lost spring. And we've yes. lost autumn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Swear goes, to God, that's how it works. It just goes from freezing mm. cold to uh, to, hot. to hot at some stage. Well, we call it hot, but I suppose it's not that hot. No. All right, let's get into this week's six pack. Over the top to Mooney, aiming at a career best six right here. Runs it and gets it. Moons' six pack for little creatures. All creatures welcome. 
Yeah, all thanks to Little Creatures. This is Moons' six-pack. Moons, this time of year, normally when you're playing, or even if you are working in, I guess, sports commentary yep. around AFL, you're still getting this time of the year off, although it has stretched out a little bit with trade radio and all that sort of stuff. But as a player, you'd normally go, righto, we're off now. My Where are we heading? My favourite month of the year, because one, yes, you, your season had finished. Hopefully you'd finish with a premiership. Mm-hmm. But obviously you head overseas with your mates. Yeah. You go on a bit of a trip. And, and myself and Joel Corey, we used to live together. And we were huge soccer fans, baseball fans, and all of those type of things. So you go off to, to Asia, Thailand, or something like that, and you'd get the midweek Champions League. And then on the weekend, you get the EPL, and then you've got the baseball here, and you've got NFL, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I just love this month. It's, yeah. it's the greatest month for me as far as sports. So I'm going to give you my top six sports in October. So if you're a sportaholic, which you would be if you're listening to this show, means that let's have a look at the top six from Moons of what we should be watching for this month. What do we got for number six, Well, mate? just quickly, there's a lot of things that, uh, you know, come around, like Cricket World Cup's happening at the moment, but you know, that's not a stayer. You know, I'm talking about the stayers. Yep. In saying that, there is one thing that I'm really looking forward to this month. But at number six, well, NBA starts. Yes. And, I'm a, and I'm a huge NBA He's man. He's back. Yes. Ben Simmons is back. Ben Simmons ben is looks back. looks good, Ben. Oh, mate. I've always been a huge supporter. Looks good. I know I said suit up or suit off the other week, but no, I'm back. Watch how many people <laughs> jump on board with Big Ben when he hits his first jump shot. Oh, unbelievable. Can't wait for no, that. That's is, at number six. It's exciting six. to have the NBA back. I it is. Admit. I love it. Uh, and then for the traditionalists, the Spring Carnival. It yes. is. It's fantastic. We love spring carnivals, particularly down here in Melbourne. It's 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 obviously one of our big mainstays. Now, are you Geelong cupping this year again, mate? What are you doing? Uh, I'm not sure. I may go late. Okay. Just late, I might just sneak I on I saw in. you doing a little bit of colour stuff yeah, last year. I was very good at that. Yeah, too. no, you were good. Yeah, anyone no, needs me for some colour uh, stuff, yeah. let me know. <laughs> uh, number four, well, it's been going for a couple of weeks, but the NFL, start of the season – Huge NFL man. I'm, I'm a huge American sports fan. Let's be honest. So well, I love my basketball. I love my NFL. So they're it's six and four. I must admit, I've become a huge NFL yes. fan over the last few weeks. And how not your for jet, the, how your Jets going? No good because I'm I'm back I'm back on the Chiefs now because Taylor, <laughs> oh, me and Taylor we're we're big Chiefs fans. So um, I had I had a T-shirt that I wore the other week. And I uh, got it out of my closet. I'm not going to put it on. I'm a Chiefs fan. Very now. smart. And I said to my wife, oh, you just leave that T-shirt alone. Taylor Swift has brought in some big did numbers your, Did your NFL. wife say, this Taylor Swift lady just made this Kelsey guy famous yeah, all of yeah, a sudden? Yeah, and I said, like, he was already a massive tight end, two-time <laughs> Super Bowl champion. I had no idea what I was talking about. Love it. Uh, number three, as I was explaining before, when you're away, you know, midweek Champions League, you got the weekend, you got the EPL. So at number three comes in as, we call it soccer, but we call it football. Yeah. Love it. Oh, it's so good. And Big Ange is doing well. I mean, I'm loving Tottenham at the moment. I mean, I'm, we're Liverpool, we know, but I've got a soft spot uh, for Tottenham mm. and uh, Ange. And, geez, he's just a breath of fresh air. We're spoken about what. But it is great. And Did you see the vision of, of him and, and Goose going into yes, the Australian team? The other? How good was that? I forgot about Goose hitting, to be, to be right, fair. Goose was, was the man. To see him. 06. Yes, he, he was, was the man. man. Uh, I liked, uh, at the end, Ange had, you know, and enjoy your lunch. That's his little throwaway line. So, well done, Andy's doing a great job. At number two, this is a, a bit of a ring in because this is just one of those ones that just happens to be happening in October. But he's one of my great mates who I met when I was uh, <laughs> did my boxing, uh, Tyson Fury. <laughs> King. Oh, Gypsy King. So he's got a big fight coming up, so that's going to be exciting. In now, your Road, wife, yeah. you were telling me your wife was saying that his doco is incredible. 
Yes. No, so it's not a, it's a reality show. Reality show. show. It's, um, oh, it's not keeping me up with the Furies. Um, I'm not sure what it's called. <laughs> not the Gypsy King. It's some, no, it's not. It's something Furies. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll have to have We'll a find look. it. We'll have to find it. I'll, I'll Google it while you're, you're going. Oh, that's so yours. basically, he's the Gypsy man who's just lived in a caravan his whole life. He's the world champ. And seriously, when he did come out to Australia um, when I had my bout, I swear <laughs> to God, and I hope <laughs> he was drunk the whole three days he was out here. Yeah. <laughs> like, unbelievable. <laughs> I don't think he slept for three days. He had the time of his life. He looks a mess, but somehow he's an absolute jet in the ring and he's a world champ. It's, co- it like, actually it's incredible. Called, it actually is called uh, Tyson Fury, the Gypsy King. Oh, there we go. Apologies. There you go. That's his, uh, that's his uh, reality TV show. Okay, so that's number two. So can't wait for that fight coming up. At number one, now a lot of people will laugh at this, but they do play a lot of games during the home and away. I'm talking baseball. And yeah, 162 games. And I'll admit, I always keep up with the scores because I'm a Yankees man. Love Derek Jeter growing up. So, you know, I love that. So I always keep up with the scores and see who's sitting where on the on the ladder and all that on the table, blah, blah, blah. But I don't watch a hell of a lot during yep. the year. But come October, I do not miss a single game. Really? Of playoffs in the World Series. I love it. Joel Corey and I were just hooked on this. We would go overseas, sit in a bar. Just brings back the best, greatest memories of just sitting in bars, just the bar just going nuts. Like you'd be in a city that they're playing and they're playing that game and, oh, my God, it was just insane. It was incredible. That's a lot of games. Yeah, a lot of games. Yeah. But I'm not, not too worried about it, but come, come the end of season – Come playoffs, come World Series. I love my baseball. There you go. That is Moons' six-pack, all thanks to little creatures. What do you reckon? Uh, baseball, number one sport mm. for Moons in October. Spring Racing Carnival is going to be massive this year. Looking forward yep. to that. Hey, stay with us. We're going to get our marketplace uh, buying and selling. Barley World Cup matches. We're going to get to that a little what bit later. That? Looking forward to heading to Barley for the World Cup. Uh, but up next, we're going to chat to Bryce McGain, all things Cricket World Cup. We're going to only get him on for a minute because I'm over it, that is for sure. This is the warm-up. All thanks to Little Creatures. Stay with us. For Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong, you're listening to The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moods. For Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong, this is The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moods. Yeah, welcome back to the show. The marketplace coming out very soon, buying and selling something in the world of sport. Barley World Cup matches. I'm looking forward to that. We'll uh, explain <laughs> what that means very, very soon. I'm looking forward to that World Cup because I'm already off this World Cup, Moons. Joining us uh, on the enough. Cricket World Cup, that is. Joining us on the line, SEN commentator and former Australian cricketer, Bryce McGain. Bryce, well, mate, where do we begin? Well, um, with our chin on our chest and our, uh, our lip drooping on the ground, unfortunately, Warlow. Um, Great to be catching up with you and Moons this morning. But, uh, yeah, a couple of nights ago, she was pretty sad news. Um, I was hoping that we'd bounce back against South Africa. But South Africa really had the wood over Australia in recent times. And uh, they just flexed on us again. Australia, look, all uh, all at sea. Um, there, there are some issues with bowling. There's some issues with our catching. We dropped five catches. Five. And with the bat, we look um, bereft of any confidence at all. We're not playing bold, aggressive one-day cricket, we're sort of tapping it around and trying to work the ball around and accordingly um, hitting leading edges and getting out. So, um, unfortunately, it was uh, a- another disappointing performance by the Australian team. Bryce, I'm glad you, s- you spoke about the batting because from the outside looking in, I'm no cricket expert, let me tell you, but 
Have we not kept up with today's game? Because as you said, we're tapping it around. I see Mark Marnus, you know, hits 45, hit 46 off 74 balls. I think Smith's been the same over the last couple of games. You know, just a lot of balls faced without runs. Are we? Have we? Has the game gone past Australia the way that we've been playing? It, it, look, it's an interesting question. Um, and looking from the outside, I'm a long way away. But just looking at the way the batters are playing in cricket sense um, when you're worried about the outcome and what could happen in the future or what might happen if I go out or take a risk and go out then you bat this way and it is a bit conservative Um, what we know when Australia are really firing they've got the chest out they're bold they're willing to take it on and they're good enough to do that right from the start now to credit to the opposition, India's bowling, um, you know, if spin bowlers really tested us last time, and South Africa did the same. Um, their whole bowling attack, their pace, moving the ball round, and also pretty useful spin as well with Maharaj, um, you know, doing the job on us as well. But um, it just looks like we're just bereft of that confidence. They, I, I have no doubt that every player wants to be the man and do well mm. and get themselves in and then capitalise. But often it's just the aggression at the start that sets that up that it really pushes the opposition back. And I just haven't seen that in these first two World Cup games. In World Cups gone by, I don't know if this one feels like it's snuck up on us a little bit from a from a spectator's point of view and maybe even from a Cricket Australia point of view. But we feel like we've always gone in with a really solid squad or starting 11. From the outside looking in, it feels like we're not sure what mm. that is. No, we've mixed and matched a little bit. And uh, it's got to do a bit with the calendar too, Wall. Yeah, because, uh, yep. you know, these guys are playing IPL. They're playing flat-out cricket all the time. You know, Cameron Green hasn't slept in his own bed. You know, <laughs> might have done it a week yeah, in yeah. the last 18 months. So he's everywhere. And all the players are like that. They, they have arrived here and they look jaded. They're back in India. This is the third trip they've had there this year. Um they look cooked, mm. and uh, I think they're playing accordingly. Um, dropping five catches, that's, mm. uh, you know, it, when I say it's un-Australian, but usually fielding is what keeps us in the games uh, when things aren't going right. If we're not executing well with the ball, well, don't worry about that. Our fielders will bring us back in, um, and we're even slipping up in those situations. So just not as sharp as what we have been in the past. Um, we. The squads are small, so you don't have a lot of backup options. Um, we flipped our, our wicketkeeper around. Alex Carey went out for the second game. We brought in Josh Inglis. And we also made a change. Um, Cameron Green, who I mentioned, um, was out of the team. Marcus Stoinis came in. So we, we made some changes rather than waiting to game three, four before making changes. They flipped it around just trying to ignite something. Um, it didn't work, but um, at least I guess they're trying to do something with a limited squad. It does hinge a lot. I've got to say, we are missing Travis Head at the top of the order. Yeah, in yeah. one-day form, he is outstanding. And he just gives us that aggressive start, along with Dave Warner and Mitch Marsh, who can do that as well. But um, Travis Head is going to be a loss. Um, he, he's We're carrying him in the squad as injured, so he's available probably for our last four games. But it might be a cooked goose before then. Mm. So just quickly on, on how the format works now, Bryce. Every team, they play every team, is that correct? So we still... Uh, alive in the World Cup. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so yeah, it, it, it's a round robin, literally. Um, the 10 teams that are in the, the tournament, they all play each other in these qualifying rounds. So there's nine games for Australia. So six and three might get you through. It's like a little mini league, I suppose, in some respects. Um, six and three might get you through. So dropping the first two, it's not all done and dusted. So it's not all, all, all finished. But... Um, it, Australia certainly have their work cut out and the form line doesn't look good. You know, it looks like they're, you know, really struggling to just pull it all together. 
um, hopefully they'll be able to sharpen up. This Sunday, they do play Sri Lanka. Now, Sri Lanka's um, batting has been unbelievable. They're really good. They're batting well, but their bowling can leak. So hopefully that gives our our batters a bit of confidence on Sunday and they can knock up a good score. Both scores in our first two games under 200. Very disappointing. Yeah, not great at all. Hey, let's move on just quickly. A couple of other things in the cricket world. Uh, Cricket Olympics in 2028, I think, has been confirmed this week for Los Angeles. I think they're trying to, and Moons, we've spoken about this on the show before, they're trying to get uh, interest from the subcontinent to watch the Olympics. That's what it all boils down to. What are your thoughts? Do you like having it in the Olympics? Well, cricket's the answer to get eyeballs from the subcontinent nice at uh, the Olympics. Yeah, absolutely. It will certainly do that. Um, and, and, of course, India you know, will be right in the mix, of course, as a good team. I don't mind. If there's a tournament to be won and Australia can go there um, and potentially win it, I'm up for it. Let's just go and win a gold medal. Are they talking um, 2020 or the 50 over? Uh, 2020. Uh, yeah, 2020. Yeah, 2020. should bring in that 100 ball. What's the 100 ball? 100. Yeah, just bring that in. Yeah. You're going to do so, it. Look, I think it will will be a very limited tournament. It may the talk is that there may only be just the top six teams, so that go through. So it'll be a very limited little tournament of the the world's highest ranking teams. So important feeding um, to that is to be ranking up there from the the World Cup. Um, that that'll make sure that that qualification sets up um, for what they they need to do. But I'm all for it. Look, if it if it brings more people and more interest in the Olympics, then um, I think that's a real. Well, problem. it's more exciting than baseball, Moon. So no, that's why not. I'm saying no. earlier, mate. Moon's reckons that baseball's the number one sport in October. I think it's a disgrace. It's the World <laughs> Series. Everything else <laughs> is just boring. I think that the that the expats from the subcontinent are going to get around cricket there, and it's going to take it over. But anyway, too much. Sorry, mate. Hey, Bryce. Saying? Just quickly, last one for me. Are you changing this side? for Sri Lanka or are you going to keep it as is or do you bring Green back in? I'm not sure I'd change the side. I think they've tried to tweak a a few personnel changes. I might change the order um, Mm. or that they can bring um, Short at the top of the order and just go, okay, let's really hammer it from the top. They need to make runs with the new ball out there and at the moment we're losing wickets and it's putting hard and putting pressure on the middle order having to come in against pretty good spin. So look, I might just tweak it around a little bit um, see what we can do. Uh, all our batters can do well at the top of the order. Marcus Doinis has done well at the very top. He's batting at seven for us. So they're all capable at the top order. I'm sure they're all chomping at the bit to go, give me a chance against the new ball. Um, we just got to play with a lot more freedom. Um, I think that's the key. Release the, the tension of the game and play a, a lot more bold cricket. That's when Australia is at their best. Bryce, this time of year, and we know we spoke about it earlier, we've had some poor weather in Victoria, and it looks like it's going to be that way this weekend and maybe going forward. We've had floods on grounds last year, didn't get a lot of cricket in. What do you do yourself, or what have you done in the past when you're not playing? What What are you doing in the change rooms? What are you doing on week to week? Because some of the guys will be looking for something to do with this weather continues. Well, my eye always turns straight to the races and uh, <laughs> keeping a track on what's going there. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, so, and there's some good racing on. So uh, as a cricketer, this is a horrible time of season. Yeah, the, the, it, you do get washed out and you do miss a bit, but uh, it's nearly a blessing in disguise. It is the be best racing conditions, yeah. yes. That is for <laughs> yeah. sure. Mate, we appreciate you jumping on. We know you've been hard at work on SEN across the nation this week. So thanks for giving us uh, a few minutes of your time and some insight. Hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, for Sri Lanka on Sunday. We get the job done there. We'll chat to you again soon. Great to catch up. Have a great weekend, guys. There you go, Bryce McGain joining us there, SEN commentator and, of course, former Australian spinner as well. Stay with us. We've got our marketplace coming up next. Uh, Moons is buying a dog. I don't know what that means. We'll get to that in just a moment. This is the warm-up. All thanks to Little Creatures. Visit littlecreatures.com.au. 
for Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. You're listening to The Warmer with Warlow and Moods. For Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. This is The Warmer with Warlow and Moods. Yeah, welcome back to the warm-up. All thanks to Little Creatures. And don't forget, order up, grab pizza or any schooner every Wednesday and Thursday at Little Creatures Geelong for just $25. Visit littlecreatures.com.au. Matt Wallen and Cam Mooney with you this morning. Uh, Moons, as, okay, as we there, mentioned... There, there's something written here. What's what's happened? Bali World Cup Yes, matches. no. Yes. What, what? Yes, we're going to get to that. Hang on a second. Yes, Bali World Cup matches. This week in our marketplace, let's see what we're buying and selling. The marketplace for little creatures. All creatures welcome. You've made this up. Stay with me here. So what we're doing with the marketplace, we're buying and selling something in the world of sport. I'm going to kick it off this week because Moons has been looking at the rundown all morning thinking what is going on there. Bali World Cup matches. Explain. Let me explain. So Australia, a while back, we're looking to get the 2030 Soccer World Cup. It looks like that won't happen now, so they're going to mm. bid for 2034, and they're going in a joint bid, or at least Indonesia wants to do a joint bid with Australia, which could mean we could be having a World Cup match in Bali. Sold. I'm How I'm good done. would that be? I'm that would be amazing. Now, I'm not sure I was saying this morning that I think Australia should move one of its home games to Bali uh, in, the, in the group stage. It probably won't happen. I actually think someone That'd should just amazing. move their team to Bali and I'll go there and be an ambassador and I can live in Bali. An AFL team. Or whoever. Well, I'm happy to ambassador anybody if I get to live in Bali. Do you remember, we are talking about this off-air earlier with producers, but do you remember that in the NBL not that long ago that the Singapore Slingers were in the, yes. in the NBL? And they're still pl- they're still a club. They're actually playing like a South yeah. East uh, East Asia League. It was whatever. just pointless being in the Australian League. Well, it was crazy. What a trip to actually come and do it. But so yeah, twenty thirty four, Indonesia and Australia potentially teaming up for a bid. Don't for mind that World it. Cup. I think it'd be great. Look, most games would be obviously in Australia and probably Jakarta. But if they can snare one game in Bali or a couple, I'm going. That'd be Done. absolutely amazing. I think. I'm uh, not sure it's going to be like Italy versus uh, Netherlands or anything like that. No, it'd be <laughs> your. Um, well, it's going to be about 48 teams at that World yeah, Cup. So it'd be. Um, I know Vietnam versus yeah. uh, New Zealand or something. Anyway, um, so that's what I'm buying this week. Bali World Cup matches, I think, will be incredible. What are you buying this I've week? I've got mate? something special for you here. Right. If so, I said to you Aussie Kelpies versus New Zealand Black Nets, what would you think? Well, I would not have a clue of what you're talking about. Men's international netball. Finally. Outstanding. Finally, we've been given an opportunity on the world stage to Finally. be part of a sport. We're that- taking over the girls. Oh. Love it. So explain. So I was basically uh, I was watch- about to watch the cricket the other night, and I thought I'll jump on KO and I'll just have a look at the pregame. And next to it, there was this international men's netball. And I thought, oh, I'll have a little bit of a look. I ended up watching the first half. It was outstanding. Really? Men were absolutely flying. So men's international netball, Australia, New Zealand. Australia v New Zealand. It's going to take off. Give it 10 years. I'm telling you, we'll be world dominant. What sort of athletes are we looking at Look, here? they weren't – look, they were good. They would, I wouldn't say they were absolutely top – you know, tip-top athletic, these men. But we're talking well, about guys – They were guys, out of shape. Talking about – no, they weren't out of shape. We're talking <laughs> about guys who are like 6'8". 
Yeah, just wow. hurling the ball, throwing it down into the goal shoot, who was just virtually just putting it in there. They weren't doing any of the lifting up. Of no, nothing no, any of that. No, but no, I'm no, telling you now, the boys, they were flying around. New Zealand had a had a shooter. I think he was like seven foot two. Unfortunately for them, he couldn't actually he couldn't actually catch the ball. <laughs> but I think I didn't ever see the end of the score because I turned it over to watch the well, cr- start of the cricket, which I, turned out to be disappointing. Well, I did a bit of research. Australia, I we're flying. Think Australia won. In fact, we got uh, some exclusive audio from inside the rooms. Nice. Them singing them song. Congratulations to the Australian Calpities. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Very nice. I like it. I know, like, it seems like a bit of a gag, but I saw a Kelpies thing on TikTok this week, and that was a song they had playing over their vision of them playing. Love so it. I reckon they might actually stick I'll that. I'll tell you now, it's going to take off. Men will dominate netball in the world, let me oh, tell you right now. Okay, what are you selling, buddy? Well, this is a bit left of centre, but I'm selling the McClellan Trophy. The what? Exactly that. So the McClellan Trophy is actually a joint ladder for AFL and AFLW. And what? So do you get, get, get a trophy? Is that it? You get a trophy, but you also get a million dollars. Stop One it! One million dollars, like uh, Doctor Evil would say. What happens is when did this come in? This apparently came in at the start of this year. Now I I think I did see something about it, but hadn't noticed it until this week because I saw it posted somewhere. So if all right, let's currently on on the table, Melbourne are Sit on top. top. So this is men and women's combined, combined. points. So the Melbourne. Uh, Demons, sorry, the Melbourne men's side, they had a very solid year, uh, obviously in the home and away, because it's based on home yes. and away. And I believe that the Melbourne well, the women's girls, team the girls are on top. top. Yep. So, and they only played 10 games, right? But you get eight points for a women's win and four points for a men's win. So they combine the two tables together and that gives you the McClellan Trophy. And whoever bucks. wins that, a million dollars. I just think it's ludicrous. Well, we would have to justify... Well, it's fantastic. Like You're bringing them together. It's it's a joint club. Oh, this is like, hey, boys, girls, let's get it going. Let's get it started. It's so lopsided. It's ridiculous. I don't know why we're doing it. The A League also has something very similar. Yet Canberra doesn't have a men's team, so they're no chance of winning the uh, the, so joint the, girl, the girls have to win by record <laughs> yeah. much. So for me, it doesn't make any sense. I don't like it. I'm selling it this week. Get rid of the McClellan Trophy. What are you selling, mate? Okay, now you're you're a Netflix man. You love your your docos and your shows. Have you watched the David Beckham? Haven't one yet? watched it. It's yet. outstanding. Now you and I grew up soccer fans. Now I grew up late '90s, early 2000s. Even though we're Liverpool. I used to watch, we used to watch a lot of Man U because I were on all the time because they were so bloody good. Yeah, always match of the so week. So I knew all the players. So going back and reliving all of that was outstanding. But this moment with Posh Beck, so she comes out and basically talks about how she's a working class uh, kid. And David just said, hang on a second. We're very working, working class. Be day. honest. I, I am being Be honest. honest. I am being what honest. What did your dad drive you to school in? So my dad did, No, one answer. My dad... What well, car was it? Uh, it's not a simple answer what because... What car what did you get your dad to drive? It depends. No, 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 no. Okay, what in car? the 80s, what? my dad had a Rolls Royce. <laughs> <laughs> working class, Posh. Come on, Posh. Can't but be working class with a Rolls Royce. Watch it. If you haven't watched it, throw it on. You will not be disappointed. If you're a soccer fan, you'll love it. Uh, and, you, and there's so many stories that I forgot about. And, and I remember... Just re- just when I was watching it, when they were in Spain, 
and she was copping it left, right and centre from the media about how she was looking, she was pouting and all of these other things. You watch it and you'll understand exactly why she had the shits with yeah, the Yeah, she had a bit going on. <laughs> My wife said, hey, how about we watch it together? And I'm like... I don't want to watch it with you. We'll be watching it two separate reasons. <laughs> I don't really... It's like watching... She's right into the Tyson Fury thing, as you mentioned mm. earlier, but she's watching it from the reality side. She's not watching it from a sports. Yeah. She could care less. You won't be disappointed in it. So. It's a very, very good watch. What else are you watching at the moment, mate? Uh, I just finished watching the second season of The Bear, which is a really nice, yep. good one to watch, but I'm actually in the middle of... My son and I decided a few nights ago, let's go back and watch every... Movie of the episode uh, of Star Wars. Has he seen them before? Yeah, yeah, we've yeah, watched yeah, them a yeah, thousand yeah. times. But we yeah. thought, why not? We're bored, so yeah. we've just gone one, two, and three, which are arguably the worst ones. Yep. We're about to Get start four, way. five, and six, which are brilliant, and then we'll finish with seven, eight, nine, which are pretty crap as well. <laughs> hey, yeah, if you haven't seen Succession, I'm late to Succession. Uh, it's on binge it's winning, so it's a cracker. Yeah, so it's uh, it's it's loosely based on well, it is based on sort of the Rupert Murdoch family and the owning of uh, of all of that. So uh, News Limited. So if you're looking for a show, that's actually mm. pretty good as well. Hey, big weekend of sport coming out. Do you like a punt or not? Are you uh, so I, not on horses, but everything else? I yes. yeah, I, I saw, I heard on uh, Hutchin Damo's podcast during the week. Damo is a he's not a fan, but he's a punter of horse racing, and that's I reckon. Fits me perfectly. Like I like having a little. If punter, I'm there, but I'm I'll not have a, f- a flutter. I couldn't tell you one horse. No, but I am a punter. I'm not a fan. But American so sport. Yes, yeah. love it. There's so much going. Can't wait to the uh, the NBA gets underway in a, in a week and a half's time. Um, mate, we're out of here. What's on for the rest of the weekend? No, just children's sport, my friend. Oh yes. Hopefully, it doesn't get rained out with cricket. Yep. I've. Uh, well, hopefully, it does. I've <laughs> just done that myself. <laughs> Don't forget, if you've missed any of the show, you can find us on the podcast as well, the SEN app, but also Spotify and Apple. So go and do that. Catch up with all the stuff that's been going on within the show and, of course, on TikTok, Instagram and Facebook as well. Just search the warm-up. All thanks to Little Creatures, Furfit Little Creatures Village Geelong. Order up, grab a pizza or any schooner every Wednesday and Thursday at Little Creatures Geelong for just 25 bucks. Visit littlecreatures.com.au. Moons, have a good weekend. We'll catch you next week. Good job, buddy. For Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. You're listening to The Warmer with Warlow and Moods. 